Welcome to Stories of Divorce Resiliency. My name is Sherry Smith and I'll be your host. I am a marriage and family therapist and certified divorce coach. I work with people every day in my private practice who are in all stages of the divorce process. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing people with inspiring post-divorce stories, as well as experts from the industry to help you no matter where you are on your divorce journey. Divorce is one of life's most painful transitions. It can feel as though your life just imploded. I believe the events in our lives that are the most painful also present an opportunity for personal growth, change, and evolution. Let's start building your new life together today. Hey guys, this is Sherry Smith, host of Stories of Divorce Resiliency. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast today. First of all, I just want to mention that I am uh, overcoming an illness, so my voice is not back to 100% yet, but I'm really passionate about this topic that I'm about to present, so I wanted to make sure I got this out to you. I also wanted to announce I have written a book And I think I've mentioned in previous episodes that I had one coming out. This book came to being from a blog post that I wrote a while back on co-parenting. The publisher came across the blog post and reached out to me to write this book. And this book is a labor of love. As everyone who's tuned into my show before knows, I have a passion for the kids in divorce. I had a really bad experience myself with my parents when they went through their own divorce. And that's why I do this work is to help people do divorce in a way that minimizes trauma to their kids. So this is a bit of a full circle moment. And this book will be available for sale on Amazon tomorrow. You can pre-order it now, but it will be live and available to to purchase tomorrow. So the book is called The Successful Co-Parenting Workbook. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but just in case you don't have access to the show notes, if you just go into Amazon and put the successful co-parenting workbook, you will find it. And as I mentioned, you can pre-order it today, but it will be available to purchase tomorrow. So I'm very excited about it. I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of how it turned out. It's very accessible, easy to read, and it's designed to be read by both co-parents to work together on a co-parenting plan. However, if you your co-parent is not willing to work with you, you will benefit from this book. There are sections in there that help you know how to show up for your kids better and how to heal yourself so you can show up for your kids better. So hope you enjoy it. Now let's go ahead and proceed with today's topic. So it's that time of year again, Valentine's Day, also known as Single Awareness Day. Some people could care less. It's just another day. Some think it's an over-commercialized Hallmark holiday. But is it, though? There are possible historic, although bloody, origins for Valentine's Day. According to History.com, and I'm going to be reading verbatim from this website. I'll include a link in the website if you'd like to read it for yourself. I'm not going to be reading the whole page, but there's a lot of interesting tidbits in this this website. But according to history.com, there are ties to two patron saints from the Catholic Church. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the third century in Rome when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families. He outlawed marriage for young men. 
Valentine realized the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius, and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Still others insist that it was St. Valentine of Tyranny, a bishop, who was the true namesake of the holiday. He too was beheaded by Claudius II outside of Rome. Others suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. According to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first Valentine greeting himself after he fell in love with a young girl, possibly his jailer's daughter, who visited him during his confinement. Before his death, it is alleged that he wrote her a letter signed, From Your Valentine, an expression that is still in use today. Although the truth behind the Valentine legends is murky, the stories all emphasize his appeal as a sympathetic, heroic, and most importantly, romantic figure. By the Middle Ages, perhaps thanks to this reputation, Valentine will become one of the most popular saints in England and France. While some believe that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred around AD 270, others claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's Feast Day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia, celebrated at the Ides of February or February 15th. Lupercalia was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as to the Roman founders of Romulus and Remus. Thank you so much for letting me share my love of history with you guys, though we can't be certain which of these legends can be credited with the origins of Valentine's Day. It's safe to say that it's rooted in similar traditions, rituals, and ceremonies as some of our more celebrated holidays. Having said this, it likely isn't a Hallmark holiday, but instead it's one embellished by Hallmark. For those of you who feel sadness because you are without a partner on Valentine's Day, this episode is for you. Love comes in many, many forms. It doesn't discriminate. There is love of self, love of your children, siblings, parents, or other family members, love of your friends, or even your pets. There's also love of a higher being that aligns with your spiritual beliefs. While it's true, most of us don't need a holiday to remind us to love. It's a wonderful way to not only express love to the people, animals, or higher beings who are important to us. It is also a wonderful opportunity to set intention for the love you want to draw into your life. Create a ritual. Perhaps you can make a vision board that visually describes the love you want to surround yourself with. Light some candles and say a prayer over it, or set an intention in a way that aligns with who you are spiritually. Read a romantic novel from the library, or watch a romantic movie, and rather than get depressed because you don't have those things, or don't have romantic love in your life, use it to help you get your mindset right so you can set your intention. It's a slight shift in thinking that can make a huge difference. Use this day to show yourself some love. Schedule a massage or a mani-pedi. Book a reservation and take yourself on a date to your favorite restaurant or bring close friends or family members along. Make a list of all the things you love to do that feel nurturing and fulfilling. Then go do those things. 
Maybe it's taking a hike on your favorite nature trail or going to your favorite museum. Perhaps you love energy healing. If so, book an appointment with your favorite energy healer. I have the hardest time convincing some of my clients of the importance of self-care. If there is ever a day for it, Valentine's Day is it. If you are experiencing the Valentine's Day funk today and nothing seems to pull you out of it, go volunteer your time. What a wonderful way to give love. You can volunteer at an animal shelter or at a soup kitchen. Maybe take some Valentine's donuts or cupcakes to a nurse's station. Pay for the fast food and the car behind you in line. These are just a couple of ideas, but get creative. You can't have a positive life experience with a negative mindset. So pay attention to your mindset today. Are you focused on scarcity or lack? Are your thoughts filled with abundance? There is an abundance of love out there for the taking. Love is like a flow of energy. The more you give, the more you will receive. So go out there and give some love, people. Now, having said that, this is my Valentine to you. I want to spread love to all my listeners that have been regularly tuning into my podcast, even to the people that are new to my podcast. You are loved. You are loved exactly the way you are right now in this moment. You do not need to change a thing, not a single hair on your head. I just want you to know that. I want you to feel yourself surrounded by love because you are loved. Thanks again. I hope you have a beautiful day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do you feel you have an inspiring post-divorce story that can help others? If so, please drop an email to info at divorceresiliency.com. If you'd like to be informed when new episodes are released, please click the follow button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Please feel free to leave a review. Until next time, have a great week.